At Laylee, located here in Pella, would you believe that our elves are busy building robots that milk and feed cows? We enjoy giving the gift of robotic equipment to hardworking dairy producers year-round. Our robots allow more time for dairy producers to spend together. It's really the gift that keeps on giving. And by the way, isn't that what the holidays are all about? Laylee's holiday challenge for you, slow down, appreciate life's gifts, and focus on the real reason for the season. Happy holidays from our family at Laylee, Farming Innovators. Welcome to today's People's Bank, Let's Talk Knoxville. I'm Clayton Sampson. On today's program, we are joined by Knoxville Community School District Superintendent Cassie Pearson and Business Manager Craig Mobley to recap Thursday night's school board meeting. Well, Cassie and Craig, time to recap a Thursday night school board meeting. I know it got moved from the normal slot, slot on Monday nights until Thursday, but look back a little bit. There were some presentations that started the meeting. Uh, Cassie, if you want to talk about a little bit about the curriculum that was talked about to start the meeting. We had a great 45-minute presentation uh, by our elementary teachers around our uh, reading and writing and literacy curriculum adoption uh, recommendation that the board actually approved. So our teachers have been uh, doing a pilot for about 18 months to make sure that we got the one that really fit the needs the best. And the recommendation was for Amplify CKLA is the, the vendor. And it's gonna be a curricular resource that really we've seen through our pilot has made a huge difference in our student skills in the area of literacy. Um, from their fall scores to their winter benchmark scores, our kids are just doing an amazing job. The teachers actually presented a couple of case studies, a student who has struggled and how much growth that, that they had, kind of a middle of the road achiever. And again, a lot of growth that was seen. And then some of our, uh, talented and gifted students who also had a lot of growth, which has not been a normal pattern for us. So we are really excited to actually expand out our Amplify CKLA curriculum to all of our kindergarten through fifth grade students for next school year. We also anticipate that there will be a request coming for the same program for our sixth, seventh and eighth graders here in just the next few months. So we are very appreciative of all of the work the teachers have done to bring us a, a very strong recommendation and to the board for approving that through the use of our ESSER funds, which come from, the, of course, the COVID money from the federal government. So it was really a win-win in our site. Great. Also, uh, kind of after that was a, an agreement or a presentation, but then an agreement for um, a college readiness coordinator and a partnership you guys have with DMAC. Yeah, so Morgan Donovan and uh, Tracy Wilkins came and uh, gave a presentation to the board about our college and career transition counseling position. It's a, a position we're actually in our, our third year of a three-year agreement. Uh, it's a shared agreement with DMAC and also with Prairie City Monroe. Uh, so Morgan spends two days a week with us, uh, two days a week with uh, Prairie City Monroe, and then one day a week at DMAC, and then most of the summer. Uh, is working at DMAC. Um, she's actually a DMAC employee. Um, and the nice thing about this position is it's, it qualifies for operational sharing money from the state of Iowa. Um, and we actually get uh, to where this position doesn't cost the district anything. Um, she's able to help out a lot of uh, seniors in their transition to college, uh, trade schools, apprenticeships, um, she helps out with financial aid, um, just the process of, uh, you know, the FAFSA process and going through that. So she does uh, do a tremendous amount of help for our, for our seniors um, in, in that transition. Um, 
to to what they want to do after high school. And uh, so the board also agreed to extend that out another three years. So look for that program to continuing to develop and, and grow. Cassie, also at the meeting was a presentation by the SOS committee or the Knoxville Alumni Association in regards to uh, some their plans with Kenlock Stadium. Can you talk about what was discussed in that? Yeah, we were pleased to have Penny Somar with us as the co-chair of the SOS committee. Uh, just really do a presentation to the school board, updating them on their vision for that space and really kind of laid out the next steps for them. They uh, wanted to make sure that they were still being supported by the school district for their fundraising efforts and the board was unanimously uh, in favor of that. So they have had that permission since September and continue and will continue to fundraise for the project. The presentation is now linked on our agenda, so anyone in the community who would like access to that can find it. We'll also make sure that we can share it with KNIA so you can post it as well. Some of the highlights that uh, Penny shared with the group are about special events that they are hoping could be in this space uh, in the long term. So that included things like youth football and soccer, uh, movies or films on the field as she referred to it, having community walking or exercise venue as they want to asphalt the walking track around uh, the field, doing possibly, possibly farmer's market, um, outdoor concerts, there will be pickleball courts on there, um, fitness classes and flea markets and potentially ice skating in the winter. So I think they've got just a great vision for how that could be community space utilized by all ages of, of folks here. And um, now it's just all about raising money so that we can make that happen. Also at the meeting too, yeah, you talked about that there's a public hearing set and you guys are going to discuss some some days for the calendar change due to some some weather makeup days that were lost um, earlier this winter. Yes, January was quite the month for us and we ended up losing 46 hours of instructional time with students, which is a lot. Um, technically, the school district would have to make up at least three and a half of those hours. Uh, we are actually pro uh, proposing though to make up 24 hours. One of the reasons for that is it's still early February, and if we have additional snow makeup days, we want to make sure that we can fill those in and have families know about it as early as possible instead of as a last minute adding days to the calendar. So as of right now, the proposal that we'll have a public hearing um, at 5.30 p.m. on February 26th, which is the next regular school board meeting, the proposal would be to have the last four Mondays of the school year be full days instead of two hour late starts. So we would gain eight additional instructional hours there. And then our last day of school would move from uh, Wednesday, May 22nd as a four hour early dismissal to Friday, May 24th and a two hour early dismissal. So we would end up having school all day on the 22nd and 23rd, and then just have a two hour early out on Friday the 24th. So anyone in the community who would like to give their opinion to the board on that uh, calendar change, we would ask that they join us on Monday, February 26th at 5.30 uh, during our public hearing. And then the board will be um, considering that proposal at the regular meeting of, in uh, new business. Cassie or Craig, kind of any final thoughts before we close? You know, I know it's only February, but it's hard to believe that also spring break will be coming up too for the community school district. And though, you know, there's some dates that'll be um, 
looked at there. Definitely. Um, yeah, actually before, before that we have wrestlers at state, we've got a bowling uh, state qualifier as well. And our musical will be coming up the first weekend in March. So our kids are super busy, uh, lots going on. And uh, we encourage all of our community members to come out and support our students in, in their extracurricular activities. During spring break, all of our spring seasons actually get to start practice. So uh, spring break will be here before we know it. Thanks to Superintendent Cassie Pearson and Business Manager Craig Mobley for joining us on today's People's Bank Let's Talk Knoxville. People's Bank in Knoxville, Pleasantville, Carlisle, Indianola, and more. Service you its bet from people you trust, member FDIC. If you miss any of our Let's Talk programs, find them out of the podcast section at knia.krls.com and subscribe through Apple, Google, or Spotify to never miss an episode. That concludes today's Let's Talk Knoxville.